0: Welcome to the Aikido of London discussion series. Today's chat is with Richard Edmonds, and uh, we will be covering the subject of why um, one starts training, uh, what was the attraction, um, and why uh, you are still training uh, today. Um, But before I do that, let me introduce uh, Richard uh, to you in in Burton. Um, uh, Hi, Richard. Hi, Smell. How are you doing? Yeah good thank you. Um first time on the on the on the season 2 now. Um can you give a little bit of a uh, bit of sort of background information to let our uh, listeners know uh, a little bit about your background.
1: Yeah sure as you said I'm I'm Richard Edmonds I um live and work in Burton on Trent as an osteopath. I've been doing aikido for just over 30 years now. Uh, I train at Shinjuku Dojo there which was founded in 1986 by Michael Holloway Sensei, who sadly passed away um, a few years back now, and then I took over the dojo, so there I am, really. And
0: um, <clears throat> you're you're still active, still running the dojo, and uh, as you said, over 30 years, which is great, because that's why, uh, part of the reason I've, uh, I've asked you to join me, um, we want to cover um, a, a few things, but... First things first. Why? Why Aikido? Uh, why? 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 Uh, why Mick?
1: Why the particular dojo you went to? But first of all, why Aikido? Why? Why start at all? It's a good question. Um, it was a long time ago now, but I mean, like a lot of people, I think I started off in different martial arts and doing um, judo. I think was the first thing. My uncle was a judo teacher, and he used to teach me on the back lawn when I was a child. You know some moves and stuff and then i think i did karate for a while as well when i was a kid and and eventually i was doing kung fu and i was doing that for quite a while and i really enjoyed it so in my late teens um or mid to late teens and then the club closed down and um i was looking for something else to do and in those days you know you couldn't go on youtube and watch aikido videos so you didn't really know what it was you'd heard of it and you could look in books about it and um I thought, oh, I must find out what this is all about. And um, I went to the local martial arts shop and got the details of the dojo in Burton. And I went and uh, it sort of went from there, really. That was 1989, as you said. And uh, here I am. (laughs)
0: That's uh, 89. That's quite a long time ago, isn't it?
1: I know it's it's strange to think back on those times. You know, I've, st- I've still even got the little piece of paper that I wrote down the the phone number for the the contact number for the for Mike Holloway. You know, when I first found the details of the dojo, I have still got it. So, you, so you knew nothing about
0: it. You've never seen it. You've done all that other stuff for for a few years, and uh, you saw what, what was it again? Did you say it was a flyer or something? You saw at the at the shop.
1: Well, I, I, I'd heard of Aikido, my, my uncle who, who did Judo, knew a little bit. He'd, he'd come across it, um, you know, training in the old days in Judo that he'd done. And um, it always intrigued me a little bit because I didn't know anything about it. I mean, like I say, nowadays, if you, if you wanted to know about Aikido, you would just could probably go on YouTube and see it. But you couldn't really see it in those days. You know, you would had to go looking for it unless you bought a book, which I did. And and you can't really see anything from a book, as you probably know. (laughs) And um, so it intrigued me really. I sort of went looking for it to find out what it was. Really, is
0: it from words, or did he do a few moves on you? And 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 it kind of got you uh, thinking.
1: Oh, he he used to. My uncle tried to do some stuff uh, with me, but he he knew very little. Really, to be fair, you know, looking back now. I think he'd done a little bit of Tamiki Aikido or something. Right. So. Well, it's
0: not unusual in those days um, that the migration pattern tended to be Judo people that going into uh, into, into right. Aikido. But, uh, but so once you went to the shop, once you got the details, uh, you obviously made uh, contact. And I guess you made an appointment to go and check it out.
1: Yeah, there was me and a friend of mine. We both went on the first, because um, we'd both done the Kung Fu together and it, it was the club that closed. So we both went looking for the Aikido and, and I just turned up there and um, I'm trying to remember what it was like now. It was first, in, first, first impressions. Uh. Yeah. I remember just going into the, the actual dojo space and it being sort of very serious, you know, and uh, almost it was a, a sort of, there, there was, there was a, um, an atmosphere as you walked in the room. You know, I remember that. It's hard to describe, but but there was, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like going into a gym. People weren't joking around or talking at all, and they were just getting on with it. And, it and
0: was, was it was it a, a large class? Were you watching? Were you allowed to join?
1: In? Yeah, well, I, I think I watched the first class. There were about there were only half a dozen people there, maybe. And the teacher was Mick, wasn't
0: it? Mick Holloway I was it? Yeah, one of uh, Sense's, uh earliest. Uh, uh london-based students uh one of his most dedicated guys and um and, and apart from that seriousness the silence what about the aikido itself there did it grab your imagination
1: um i can't remember much about what i was watching what i saw on on the on the first, when I first went to view it. Um, you didn't
0: understand what was going on,
1: which I I, I imagine, you know, most <laughs> people don't. And, uh,
0: uh, but uh, so, so moving on from that, you obviously um, signed on and he allowed you to join and, and right. then you started. And then, uh, and how was the first class? Uh, do, do you remember? Oh, blimey.
1: <laughs> um, well, I could already do roles and stuff because I'd done the judo a, a bit. A start, of that. It?
0: Yeah.
1: But I, I think I probably had a, quite a bit of st- stiffness in my body from doing the kung fu, you know, and uh, that sort of, I don't know, it's, it's such a long time ago. <laughs> I, rem- I I do remember initially the the main thing I remember was getting lots of, like, um, uh not injuries, but like scars on my knees, you know, my knees would bleed and that to bandage. From the, them. Knee, Quite. from the kneeling train.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Um, mm. uh, the, but you stayed with it. So it's, it's, it's not un, unusual to mm. not remember. Uh, I happen to remember my first session, or at least parts of it. And, uh, and he made a very strong impression. Um, the, the, the actual training, um, I can't remember most of who were there I, I, when, when I went, but, uh, um but it was the first step you see there, there's so many steps in the process of uh, getting more and more into it and uh, and he started with a very senior guy and um I'm just thinking you you, you obviously stuck with it and uh, and even though you done other stuff you like me you decided to go to san diego and train with chisense so, yeah, i mean, in fact i was there when you arrived and uh, um and what what was that was that from Mick? was that from yourself was it mutual um, did you see Chiba Sensei in a seminar? Um, did you see, uh, was there something specific that uh, caught your attention, that made you make that kind of a commitment, financial and personal?
1: Um, from what I remember, I mean, I'd seen Sensei at summer school. Um, I'd only been training less than two years then when I went to um, San Diego. No, hold on, no, it was longer than that. No, maybe three years i have been training. So I'd seen Sensei at summer school and, I think it was it was Mike Mike Holloway's suggestion. There was me and another guy in the dojo, and we were both initially gonna go like for two weeks. I think it was it started off and then it then it expanded. We were gonna go for a month, and then the other guy dropped out, and then the next minute I'm on the plane, and I'm there for six months, so it's off. <laughs> It sort of snowballed, really. So there's, <laughs> so, I think, so there's no specific reason. Just this
0: seems like a good idea, and uh, it was. It was basically, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's okay because you know it. it, 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 it's, it it's, it's you know, it, I think it's why I people are invited for these podcasts. But the, you know, quite often people make it so, so such a so grandiose. is like there's this huge uh, adventure, in, uh, and it may be for some it is, and and it, and and even if it isn't, it becomes uh, an adventure. But sometimes it's like you just happen to be somewhere where there's a kind of a momentum going, and you're just going along with it rather than uh, um, rather than arguing or, or overthinking it. But uh, but I remember when you arrived, it was quite. Uh, remember those days when uh, I picked you up at the airport? Oh yeah, I remember you picked me up from the airport? <laughs> I, uh, for me, it was like I think there's I about a year left of my. Uh, uh, you know, this is six seven years after i arrived uh, in, in in san diego and i've been you know i've been teaching in new mexico as well for a couple of years then returned i was deshi when you arrived and all i remember was Chiba Sensei approaching me uh, at the back of the dojo in the kitchen he hands over a, a note and uh and i saw your name on it and he says he's, he's a street, a student of mick holloway and uh, and so this is like oh this is serious stuff because this is a serious teacher and uh He's arriving at so-and-so time, flight number, whatever it was. And uh, so I go off to pick you up. And, uh, and I thought, ah, great, get out of the building, uh, have a little drive, get to the airport. And then, um, you know, I spotted you a mile off. Uh, I, I wrote about it, about, I you do know, friends that have that have stayed uh, uh, the, the course. And, uh, and it was quite funny uh, in that um, the pale guy uh, is, uh, you know, you're in California and everyone is, is – uh, is tanned in one way or another. So there was one guy there that wasn't tanned. He was he was very as Billy Connolly said, you were almost blue. Uh, you have to get a tan to get white. It was uh, that's what it reminded me of. And uh, and um, I've told you this when, when I saw you, I you you weren't exactly built uh, uh, like a, f- a physically powerful looking guy, and I did wonder. I thought, oh oh my goodness, is a is he going to make it? You know, he looks fragile, and uh, and uh, and then, of course, you know, I introduced myself, and uh, and I, uh, if you re- if I recall, I made an impression on you. Uh, can, do, you re- do you recall?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'd, I mean, I'm sure you did introduce yourself when you when you came towards me but um I, I the way i remember it is you just kind of walked towards me and picked up a bag and started walking out the airport <laughs> I,
0: I wouldn't, was I wouldn't have been bothered. surprised <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um yeah i remember thinking oh my god this you know this guy's probably going to kill me because i'd heard of you yourself and yahe sensi you know <laughs> rumors about you guys um obviously i'd never met before but and then we got to the dojo and i think you introduced me to yahe sensi and i thought oh my god I Really going to die now. <laughs> Cause, I mean, well, because just...
0: we arrived, open the back door, and he introduces himself, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he just looked like, this. I mean, the size of his forearms. I thought, oh, my God, he's just going he's to he's he's knock me into the floor with those. <laughs> and you were there for six months, I remember. I was there for six months, yeah, and then, then I went again um, a couple of years later for another six months.
0: And uh, the first six months, what did you think?
1: Um, oh, it was hard. I, I remember the first three months were very hard. It just, it was just like being in a pinball machine, you know, you just, it was just about getting through each class. You didn't even think about what you were learning or what you were doing or anything like that. It was just felt like it was survival really. And then, and then things started to improve. I remember after about three months, um, things, I wouldn't say got easier, but you know, became a little bit maybe little bit. You, you
0: got used to it more and uh, the body is uh, wow. sort of adapting to the regime and everything but uh i was always impressed uh, my my feelings were uh, one is like oh my goodness as i said uh is he gonna make it boy did you make it you 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 know i think you only took like a week off when you got really badly uh, ill didn't you you got a oh that was an infection um, yeah. some flu or something towards the end i think and uh
1: that, that was just one weekend, yeah. I started throwing up and didn't stop for like two days. Is that
0: all? So it wasn't even a week. Otherwise, you, you didn't miss a class, as I remember. Uh, yeah. And uh, and yeah, you were as, as steady as a ship. Uh, and my just impression, and then two said as much, is like, I like these... Uh, uh these these english these young english lads who come from the part of the world you were from that they're, they're just quiet and i uh, i kind of laughed because uh, quiet is like if you make any noise he's going to rip you a new one so <laughs> so you kind of t- have to roll and take things on the chin as you uh as you go along but you stuck your guns and you 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 progressed and uh you did a grading uh, uh towards the end got your show done and um
1: yeah that was on my um 21st birthday was it was it i can't remember that but um say class yeah. and see Paul- um, can't you say class on my twenty-first birthday and tested me for show. I
0: mean the two other things that I remember uh, training aside was uh, that you were a prolific fisherman that we used to go out and I was I was the one who would vomit I couldn't handle the sea at all and uh, and in the end I gave up I didn't want to know and I yeah, obviously loved fishing and Chiba Sensei and his son loved fishing and uh, and I don't know if you'd been fishing by then, maybe you'd been you know in England in, in river rivers or, or reservoirs but um, you, you you got the biggest Catch as I remember, and, uh, and brought all that lovely tuna back to the to the uh, to the dojo. But on top of that, um, you cooked a roast dinner one day, and uh, you had to call your mum to get the exact recipe, and you did, right, di- yeah. diligently stuck with it. And he made an impression on me because yeah, it's fun, and we, and I love the fact that you know there's a little bit of uh, um, of England that you brought uh, with you uh, to have some uh, that roast, which uh, which I enjoyed. But it's the way you did it. It, it, it. Very meticulous, very particular, and in a way, that's how you train. That's how you're, you're, you're like picking at it, picking at it, keeping it, uh, uh, and working at it until you, you know, until you you grasp something. So, um, you know, there, there was that. But then it went a bit pear-shaped, didn't it? Uh, and I can't remember exactly what happened because I was far too preoccupied with my own circumstances. But I just re- recall you'd left. And Chupacabra was very upset that you hadn't been in touch, and 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 and, yeah. and you you uh, remind me, but you thought like I'm just a, a, a foot soldier, you know. He, he's he's the grand master. He's he's the he's the head of this whole uh, shebang. And uh, why would you, you know, why would I write to a guy like him? I think that was my memory
1: of it. Is, is that, have I got it right, Richard? Yeah, it was something like that. I remember I wrote to you. I think more or less straight away. Um, and uh, Passed on my regards and thanks and everything like that. But for some reason, it, I didn't write to Sensey. I don't know why, but I got in a lot of trouble for that. I mean, yeah, it, my, my Holloway was really angry. I remember that. Yeah, but um,
0: but it, it was interesting. He, I think it was. I do remember he he thought like, well, you know, um, I was the point of communication, and yeah, here also. And uh, I, I remember he was upset. She showed a very human side that I think maybe. Uh, um, a bit touchy about the fact that everyone got a letter but him. And uh, and then it was all set straight. But um, in the end, uh, you reconnected with him when he uh, saw you in England again, didn't, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah he, I, I was quite scared of seeing him again. And then I went to summer, summer school. He was there and he gave me a, a photograph of the when we went fishing and I caught the big fish, you know, more or less. Did that patch things up? Did you? yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, Recently. Yes, it was, it drew, drew a line under it. I think so. That was that's cool. good. It's like I
0: mean, is it sometimes as you know, with 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 uh, cheaper senses, sometimes it's hard to um, discern. Is he upset because it's a it's a control thing that look, I'm the boss and you and I'm the first thing that you've got to do, or and uh, you wonder how much latitude is there sometimes, and uh, very hard to read uh, the the uh, his, his notions of etiquette because even though etiquette is there, he was quite capable of breaking his own etiquette as you as you go along so um but so be it it was what it was and then you returned and um but you stuck with it you know when um you've returned to England back to no 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 you started your osteopathic course I think soon after didn't you um it would have
1: been uh, yeah a year or so after I got back the second time so in 95 96 something like that
0: and right. uh, and you were in Epsom and then in uh, in Kent.
1: Yeah. yeah, I studied down south uh, for five years and then moved back up here. During
0: those five years, as, as studying as an osteopath, were you still doing know?
1: Yeah, it was difficult. I used to come and see yourself if you remember in in London, and uh, I used to also go over to um, um try and get over there. But it was it was difficult because it was going into central London from from Surrey, really, to begin with, and then. And then for Maidstone, so it wasn't an easy journey. So it wasn't always possible to train regularly, but I did my best.
0: And during that time, uh, obviously, Aikido yeah, is now on the back burner. Your priority is your is your career, your profession, uh, as you were, as you were developing your osteopathic uh, skills. Um, did, during that time, did you feel like I've done it? I, I, I'm not interested in anymore. I'm thankful for what I've got, and uh, um, I want to say goodbye. Did that? ever cross your mind
1: um what like you don't know no no i don't think so i don't think so i mean uh, during like exam periods and stuff like that i did stop training for for months um and you know i was i was keen to get back into it it sort of gets in your, your system i think you know it's like it gets in your blood and you, i don't know even now you know i'm not training now but i, I feel like i am training almost <laughs> so i think about it quite a bit
0: um, um, so it's in there doing its magic as usual, isn't it? It's, it's uh so that's that's interesting because some people um the moment there's a wobble. and uh, when I when I say a wobble, not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, at the moment there's a major wobble for all of us, uh um and and uh, COVID and lockdown and, uh, and and everything that's impacted on it. Um the word is that not just Aikido, but uh, many many uh, places of activity, uh, uh, they're losing um, followers, uh, and and uh, they when finally some kind of normality returns. When I say normality, when we are able to, not only just to go back to the dojo, but to be able to go back and actually not wear masks and actually grab and do it, do what we've done all all these years. Who's going to return? How many dojos will not open again? How many uh, students, uh, in this major wobble, they'll decide uh, not to uh, not to carry on? Is, it, is maybe it was an excuse that they were looking for? And like a lot of things, you know, they're saying a lot of uh, um, like the, the work um, culture now, the, the 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 use of streaming, the use of uh, of uh, like a podcast, uh, what, what we're doing. That um, it, it's accelerated it by five years in the space of nine months. Uh, five years of uh, of, uh, of, of change has been implemented immediately and it's not going to go backwards that's going to continue um and while that's going on and, and as i said when we return through this major wobble there's going to be um a possible reset and uh but some people you don't they don't need a major wobble that way it could be it could be a career change you know uh, relationships personal life uh, and other stuff and as, as you uh um you know good things usually and it ne- they needn't be bad things uh and then suddenly aikido is no longer that important or, or it disappears or they drift and uh and not so much burn their bridges but not really return and um but that wasn't you
1: no I, i've been quite consistent you know all the way through i would say um sometimes i wonder myself what keeps me going i don't know this it, it, i find something it's almost like therapy to me you know without it i don't know what i do it's uh, maybe it's maybe it's an addiction you know you could say that you know or maybe like...
0: um, or maybe richard it's it's not how you feel when you're doing it but um that the positive is that how you feel when you're not doing it <laughs> well,
1: well that's always the case i've found with aikido you know i mean it's not one of those things you necessarily enjoy while you're doing it but it's it's you feel that it's doing you good and you afterwards you feel it enriches your life you know it's and, not... and,
0: and richard ease off on, on the not enjoying it while you do <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, i mean well, I, I, can't... I mean for goodness sake part of these podcasts are to uh, encourage uh, put certainly new people uh listening in if, uh, if there are any and uh um, but i do understand actually that uh, it's not always fun and it's not always enjoyable and i don't think it's just like you know anything that you've done long enough that uh sometimes you do wonder why you go and uh, and you have to sort of think of the bigger picture i guess that uh Overall, it's a positive uh, and and um, developmental experience that um, that you need um, and uh, to, keep, to to keep going. Um, but you returned to Burton, didn't you? Uh, Mick uh, sadly got ill. Um, the, the, ter- oh, the terrible, the terrible, the terrible sea that we all know too much
1: about, and uh, sadly passed away the year I graduated. So I came up and um... and he
0: himself was an osteopath, wasn't he? So he was able to pass on the osteopathic practice um you're able to uh assume that role uh, which was um i suppose very helpful uh on a professional level but also you're able to uh, embrace um the dojo as it stood uh, at that time
1: Uh, yeah i mean it uh it's just i mean it was it was it was an understanding that we had you know i mean he said to me when I started the course, the osteopathic course, you know, if you if you graduate, okay, you can come and work for me, you know, and then I can re- gradually retire and you can take over the practice. But, of course, it happened a lot sooner than we, we expected. And then, of course, I was training as well and the, mo- the senior student of the dojo at the time, so I took over the dojo sort of by default
0: yeah it's uh, the right man at the right place at the right time type Seems of things like yeah yeah thing. and uh, um what was it um he, he what was the situation of the dojo like at the time uh, the the Tatton hill uh village hall in burton
1: yeah it's, it's it's always been really quite consistent there's never been that many people i mean you do get go through phases when you get quite a few training there but it, it it always dwindles down to about half a dozen, a core of about half a dozen students, and um, you know, and and it was the same then. It was the same when I started Aikido and it, it's kind of the same now. Really, it's like <laughs> it's 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 almost like it's uh, destined to have that amount of people training all, all the time. <laughs>
0: and and on a personal level, how did it feel like? I mean. That was 89. Was it 91 you went to San Diego?
1: 92 and then 95. And then you were in um, in Epsom? I was in, um, yeah, Epsom, then Maidstone, and then I moved back to Burton in 2002, I think. So it was so there's, so there's
0: 10 years between um, San Diego, the first time in San Diego and finally returning to Burton uh, uh, properly, yeah. Uh, 2002 if i got that right yeah that would
1: be right yeah
0: so 10 years away uh, i think you spent a little bit of time in uh, in london you, you were you are in your various college towns where you were studying uh your life personal life uh, i remember hearing um news here and there and occasionally when you'd visit or i'd visit you um um you know things were shifting i actually i myself had taken time off and when, one time when i was visiting you uh um i wasn't teaching or training myself but like you it, it was just ticking away like a like a metronome just wouldn't leave you alone <laughs> and uh and um but anyway uh, what was it like you know 10 years later you're back into your hometown in your in your home dojo and now with, a, with the potential of a of an osteopathic practice uh um not so much handed to you but for you to continue uh uh, and, and developing your own uh, in your own way how did it feel like returning was it was it good happy uh, uh, did you wish you maybe didn't do that and tried something else
1: um no no it, it was there was a lot going on at the time though so it was kind of a bit of a baptism of fire you know mike had passed away you know literally the week i arrived um i was straight into the the practice you know working on my own which i it's like passing your driving test when you graduate. So you're
0: taking over his uh, his existing clients uh, yeah,
1: immediately. And I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly got to see a, a full book of patients and and go and teach at the dojo at the same time. You know, whereas the week before I was a student loafing around. You know, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. No pause, no break, and uh, no break. No, um, you know, I left. I think I left Maidstone on the Friday and started working Burton on the Monday.
0: That's incredible.
1: Uh, did you take stock?
0: Was Was there any time you were able to pause and and reflect uh, on on the uh, on the speed of change? And uh, um, or is it similar to the way you started? I know it was just this is the way it's going. I'm connected to all this stuff and uh, just rolled with it. You know, just like this is this is what I'm
1: going to do. I've given my word. I'm going to do this. That that was more or less it. Yeah, just got on with it. Just got on with it. That's <laughs> no sidestepping, Richard. Um, I mean to begin with, I had thoughts. You know, what am I going to be doing? Do I want to stay here? Do I do I want to you know move away from here? Stuff like that. But. um as time goes on, you realize you sort of this is probably going to be your, <laughs> your life now, <laughs> and um, and it's you know, the grass isn't always greener, and it's whatever you make of it where you are rather than trying to find things in other places, you know. Um, but I don't know, it's sort of time goes very fast when you get into a routine, and then the next like I've been here 18 years now, and I can't believe it.
0: 18 years think. that's amazing, <laughs> it's uh but right. you, but you know you've invited me up a couple of times and uh and um um we've had two maybe three of uh, of these seminars that we've uh, we've conducted there you occasionally have your Scottish Birankai um seminars held there so that the place is active uh one uh, well, maybe not now the the membership always i have always known it to be small but i do also remember that as small as the dojo was uh Mick was able to get, um, in terms of per head of population, to go and do a little bit of training uh, from a little bit to a lot, in San Diego it was quite significant, wasn't it? There's, you were there first, and then there was um, uh, two brothers. Was it Paul and Dave Goatman? Yeah, and there was his son, um,
1: um, and Edmund. So four of us from the dojo. What, what was quite a small dojo is quite quite good, really. I, I
0: yeah. Guess. Yeah, and you're active, and Paul is still active. Uh, uh, Dave dropped away uh, 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 some years back. I remember he used to come and assist me uh, in and train in London, and, and I think their their father passed away, and he didn't return after that. Yeah, and yeah. That, again, a wobble, you know. Whenever something like that happens, uh, um, people take stock. You know, maybe you start deciding what matters to you, and uh, and I guess Aikido wasn't uh, it, and it, has never returned. Uh, to it uh although you never know but um uh, and then his son, and, and and his son is he's still active i believe uh i'm on. not
1: sure um although nobody's active at the moment but you know the, i used to see him at seminars and stuff like that um um but yeah he was still training when when i last heard as far as I so know.
0: so the next question uh richard is um this is all going to come to a close eventually or or gradually we'll all get lifted out of uh, the situation we're in and you'll be able to return and um are you looking forward to it and
1: what do you think you'll you'll be returning to yeah well that's a good question i just hope you know people will come back um i mean maybe you lose one or two i guess but then again there might be an appetite for that sort of training you know after after we're allowed to exercise properly and, and do things like that again maybe there'll be an influx of students or maybe that's just wishful thinking i don't know but <laughs> but maybe it'll balance out so maybe we'll get some new people maybe lose a couple of people
0: but you're a steady ship so you're and you'll you'll carry the 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 place in, in, in a way that you always have. It's one of the admirable qualities that you've, uh, I, I believe you've got in, you know, you're, you're there and you're solid and you're reliable. And that's, um, and that's important. There's not enough of that around. It's, um, uh, you know, those articles I wrote about Aikido friends and uh, one was about you and we've, we've kind of repeated a little bit of that, uh, uh, in, in this uh, in this chat, but I also mentioned Stevie Boyle, you know, in 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 uh, in Wishaw in in uh, in Scotland, and uh, and he's quite the opposite of you. He's just sort of temperamental, fiery, com- com- quite competitive, isn't he? And uh, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I suppose you know he calls a spade a spade is uh, is the the old the old fashioned way of saying it. But you also need that. I think you can't. Not everybody can be the, the the same. So I can't remember I joked about it. It's quite amusing. I I always ask Stevie what would happen if you met himself. You know, sitting on a sofa in a pub, and he and he joked to himself that uh, who are you looking at? You know, each one threatening each other. You know, and then I then I sort of presented the same scenario to yourself. And I, and, um, and I thought, well, what if there was two Richards in, in, in spirit, and you you looked at yourself a version of yourself, and uh, and part of it would have been, oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 It's sort of, which is all, which, but that's the way it should be. It's like, rather than, uh, um, yeah, can you can imagine a dojo of 20 Stevie's is it, it's, uh, or 20 or 20 Richards is it or 20 of me in, in my own, uh, dojo. You need variety. It needs it. It enriches it. It, um, you, you can define yourself in some ways out of it. And, um, and it's part of, uh, I think what keeps it interesting, I guess it's, uh, certainly it has been for myself, but,
1: um, you're Looking forward to going back, is that what I'm leading to? Um, back to training, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, although you know, I, I do train on my own, same as a lot of people do, I dare say. You know, I don't do a, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going crazy or anything like that, but for a long, long time now, I've tried to do a bit on my own. Um, most days, you know, even just a little bit of Zazen or something like that. Um, and it does help, it keeps you connected to to aikido and and uh hopefully it'll pay off in the end and i won't a condition won't have deteriorated too much when i get back into it you know I try and keep fit but I'm, I'm i'm probably naturally quite a lazy person i guess i don't know i mean i've never gone running or anything like that but um you know i do what i can but i think my impression is that, uh, that there may
0: be uh, some lethargy there uh, that we, we all potentially carry and uh, and if there is but i think you're one of those people that once you get going then it's the opposite you won't stop you, you you'll uh, uh, you'll you'll carry on with that and so there's something i was going to say which i think is really quite important at the uh, in the situation we're in that i can ask you that at this stage in, uh, in your life you know you've been around uh, teaching for a long time about ambition about you know what do you think uh, your personal uh, intention uh, as opposed to just taking what is on the cards you know what comes by uh, you which to some extent we we uh, we all have to do that but uh, i think the experience of of lockdown is that when you return to something that you 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 love to do that is a, that is a big that, that is a part of what you want to stay with and, and stay connected with is that just to do that is in a, is a thing in itself that is enough. That is uh, that anything beyond that is actually a bonus, isn't it? When you think mm-hmm. about it, it's uh, so. When, so quite often people get carried away, carried away. I want to do this and I want to do that, and that's great, you know. But under, under the current circumstances, none of us can do any of those things, and uh, yeah. and so the, the primary thing is the core root. Of, of of this type of thing. You need to get back onto the mat. We need to be able to train. And then anything after that, well, then you, you, you know, if you've got stuff ticking in the back of your head, um, it, only then can it come together. But without that basis, uh, nothing can happen. And, um, and I think, um, I mean, that, that's certainly my approach. I
1: mean, what do you think, uh, Richard? Is, yeah, I mean, the, initially, I mean, the main thing is just turn up and put your gear on and... Crack on, you know, um, that's the main thing. Um everything else is secondary to that really, you know, that's half the battle to be honest, is is getting yourself to the dojo and getting putting your gear on and getting on the mat,
0: you know. And some, and something that people are uh, hopefully are realizing more and more that just that that, you know, what we can easily take
1: for granted is uh suddenly it's become quite a special thing, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I haven't spoke to any of my members um, since since last summer, really, because we haven't been able to train or anything. So I don't know what their thoughts are or whether they're missing it or, or anything. I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping... Well-
0: uh, in 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 defence of uh, of people uh, and, and uh, there's the fallout from all this that nobody fully knows yet uh, and, uh, and 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 a part of that what we be uh, we have to be um, considerate about uh, is everyone's situation is different and you know some people may have lost somebody some people may have lost their jobs yeah, the, the economic uh, consequences of it they may be struggling or stressed and um, and I, I I suppose I you know for some of them is not. Uh, the the most important thing they've got other uh, they've got other priorities or it is very important to them but there's nothing they can do about it at the moment so um um you know i think it plays a part of it uh, of what's going on
1: yeah 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 there's a there's a lot of things um a lot of factors to consider when we start training again i mean people may may just be nervous about doing could be very much so close proximity thing you know and I think it'll be quite a while maybe before we start getting back to body art practice um, we'll and, re- and rebuilding and getting it back into uh,
0: to some kind of solidity but here you are um, from 1989 and you're, you're still uh, with it, and uh, it is uh, it is a part of you. I can vouch for that because uh, I've seen you often enough and uh, glad you're still with it, re- really, and uh, and uh, and thanks for joining me uh, for the podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed
1: yourself. Okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I did enjoy it, actually, more than a... Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> More than you thought. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Richard. And uh, and you know maybe we'll try uh, something else another time. But uh, good luck when things do start uh, getting back. I hope uh, hope they you know they, they resume uh, uh, in, in in good faith and uh, and that people start coming back and maybe more importantly new people suddenly start um, appreciating the value of doing something that they can't do much of which is to move and move your body in a in a way that's very constructive uh, in your overall well-being and uh and um and not overthink about um um, I suppose what remember what Chiba Sensei would dis- often describe as uh, a, bit, a bit too materialistic, um, which uh, uh, meaning that you, every class has to be a love affair, every class has to be enjoyment and pleasure, which means that you th- presumably, if you extend that uh, off the mat, that every bite of the food or every activity you do is is joy and fun, and it's not. It's it's. Uh, it's a, not a yo-yo, but it's a, it's a waveform and there's ups and downs and hopefully they're not rough ones. And, um, um, but it, I mean, at least that's a part of what I, you know, the way I, I, I look at it. And I don't overthink it that way too much. You know, quite frankly, you just take it at what comes as it comes and, uh, deal with each thing. And, that's uh, and it. this is, and this is what we're dealing with at the moment. But, uh, thanks again, Richard. And, uh, and, and, and take care and, uh, and Happy New Year as well, isn't it? It's going uh, to 2021. And uh, thank you very much and goodbye. No problem. Bye as well. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Ike of London Discussion series.